Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. We are live. Uh, it's Wednesday morning. We are formatting or sort of running through a new format of the show where we bring our guests on that can add a huge amount of value to what you do. And uh, Alex is in the house. Alex is in the house. <laughs> we're, we're here with Alex. Alex runs a company called House of Social. Uh, we've done a bit of work together in the past. Um, we're very good friends. Uh, we're always bouncing ideas around yeah. um, between the three of us around entrepreneurship, startup. Um, Alex is in the dirt. She's got her sleeves rolled <laughs> up. She's just she's getting she's getting shit done. I am. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So tell us, Alex. I look clean this morning, though. Oh, you look <laughs> like clean. Yeah. I think we know the phrase. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about? That's a little bit. I think I think with with everybody watching, maybe for somebody who doesn't know who you are, what you do, yeah. just a sort of brief introduction about yourself. A little bit about what I and do. And then we can dive into um, some thoughts on entrepreneurship and the mindset behind that. And we've got some questions for you as well. So, if you ask questions last week, we'll be answering yes. them yes. towards the end of the we've got show. Yes, no questions from we've yesterday. Got them. From yesterday. Okay. Yes. So, Alex, tell us about the pitfalls, the headspace. Yeah, let's, before, let's, let's dive into entrepreneurship. You, Ooh, tell us you, about yourself first, and oh, then we'll okay. get into that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Who am I? <laughs> what do you do? What, okay. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> why am I here? Um, okay, in summary form, my background is actually performing arts. So nothing nice. that I'm actually doing now was mm. what I started with. But I think that has given me a really strong backbone into what I'm doing now. So it's just an interesting journey. Um, I fell in love with social and online maybe 15 years ago. That's when okay. I really crushed and fell in love with the amazing Platforms. opportunities of what the online But world. you were on the dark side, right? You were one of the big agencies. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the past 13 years has been agency side. So I am an agency kid. So it's been 13 years in that space. Different types of agencies. I really okay. feel if you want to learn the agency world, try to put yourself in lots of different agencies. So I started mm. in branding, you know, then media, then pure traditional advertising. And that allowed me to like learn so much mm -hmm. um, to the point where I then said three years ago, I want to leave and then, you know, do my own thing. So take us through that process. So you were, you were in a big agency. You had a great job. Yes. Um, you were responsible for a team of people. You were responsible. Yeah for some pretty major accounts with yeah. your previous agency. So where where did things start to change for you? Yeah, it was amazing. To be honest, my last agency, the role was, it was it was uh, so head of social media for the whole of the Middle East, yeah. uh, looking at different departments from Egypt to Lebanon to Dubai. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was amazing. Uh, I worked with so many uh, amazing people. But my last year, I felt... It was a couple of things. One, I saw an opportunity in the market. And okay. I think that was the first turning point. Yeah. The turning point where I, I kept, you know, like you and you, you guys interview a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I was interviewing so many people all mm. the time. I was interviewing people that wanted to join, you know, the, um, the department. And I kept seeing the same thing. I want to do social media. It's really cool. It's really fun. But there was no skill set. People were okay. coming mm. in with passion, but no skill set. And mm -hmm. then... There was really nowhere for people to go get the skill. Okay. We're talking about okay. this would be now five years ago. Yeah, things were not so much where it's where now. Okay. Things have definitely evolved a lot more in this space. So I saw there's no place for people to learn. Okay, there's not really um, training institutes or a place where people can get the learnings. There's definitely passion. Yeah, and then I started seeing another thing. Even with companies, even the clients that we were having, and they had in-house teams they also started to want training. Mm -hmm. So my mind was like, hold on, 
companies need training because they need to train yeah. their talent. People here are not having a place to go and train and get the as talent individuals as individuals. Okay. And then I saw what I was doing 24-7, <coughs> which is I am training 24-7 my team. Everything yeah. I've learned in 15 years of my career, mm. I was passing on to my teams. Okay. I mean, I hired today, still a very dear friend of mine, yeah. I hired them just on passion. Yeah. So everything I was passing on. And then I just realized, hold on. This is huge opportunity here, mm. but the biggest thing was I love it. I okay. love the passing on, the teaching, the, the giving you the tools to see you go. Mm. And then I was just like, there's a huge opportunity here. So, and that's, that was the, the first huge turning okay. point. Yeah. So it's tying in, with your, tying in with your passion. It's what you were doing day to day, so it's a space that you knew. Yeah. So there was mm. less risk. So you, you did kind of protect the downside in that space. Yeah. You moved into a space that you knew very, very well. Because day in, day out, with your job, you saw an opportunity that was just yeah. not being served by anybody else. And it's really funny because at the time when all of these, strings, these three things clicked, mm -hmm. my first thought was not to jump ship and do my own thing. Mm -hmm. My first um, thought was, let's build it in in the business. Yep. So in the agency that I was in. Oh, you created yeah, that space. Yeah, so okay. actually, my, and it's, just so, it's such a cute story. My first ever client that I sold corporate training to okay. is still today one of my clients nice. now. Nice. Uh, but the first thought was I wanted to build it in in the company that I was in. It wasn't how like was, I want to go do it on my own. How was that received within the business and why did that not play itself out? Um, it was received really well. You know, okay. I was told, yes, sell it. Mm. If you can sell it and if this is how much <laughs> they're going to pay, of course. And they did and we did it and Business it was amazing. So. Exactly. So <laughs> it went really well. But there were other problems happening at the time yeah. in, in the place that I was in where it, it was not allowing me to grow. And okay. that's where the that's where things became very depressing and very sort of negative. Mm. I couldn't grow. And the mindset, we were not, basically we were not on the same page, to okay. just put it like that. We were not on the same page did, when it came you, to social you, media growth and media growth in the industry. And did you try and find alignment there? Uh, yes. Before you decided to leave? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was a one year, you know when you are one year in a relationship, but you really know you should break up? Oh, we will be But you, you know, <laughs> you know it, was, it was a relationship yeah. that I was there. holding on so much, but... Um, I was crying a lot, which is something okay. not very, that's not, that, good. That's not, good. It's not good. And it's not very me, <laughs> but I was crying a lot. Okay. I yeah. was, I was, but I vividly remember as well the turning point when I started waking up and not wanting to go to work. Sure. And I didn't want to go to work. And it was battles and fights. It was fright, fights, but proper so day, fights day, and day arguments. Okay. So you Lots got, of very, You got yeah. to the point, which I think a lot of people can relate to, certainly the relationship conversation. Not everyone's been in a position where they've had to leave their business, but a lot of people have been in a relationship situation where you get to the point where you're like, okay, well, this, it's, it's, it's not working, yeah. right? So, no, yeah. so, so then you decided, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, let's say, jump ship, as it were. I'm going to set up on my own. How did that... Um, no, I didn't even that think that. You didn't? I didn't okay. know. See, this is so the before thing. that, I think... I didn't, I even, <laughs> I didn't even think yeah. that at all. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Fair question. I'd like to ask. Uh, before, before you left the, the agency, did you feel like more comfortable? Because, I mean, you're in the space of teaching. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you were able to do that within your agency, did you feel like you were that gave you an incubator space to be more confident to do that outside of the agency space? Because that's that's kind of like where you drive. No, not really. I f because consult. I I almost feel sometimes okay. Consultancy and teaching is definitely different, okay. but at the same time, I feel they're they're so the same too. Because at the end of the day. It's You're me knowledge. listening to you, yeah. Yeah. really trying to deconstruct because 
consultancy or teaching can be so challenging because if you guys know this, clients mm. come to us and I feel it's like this bumble of wires, you know, everything mm. is just mm. like, oh, there's this problem. And our role is to, to kind decode. of decode yeah. and deconstruct and yeah. try to come up with a blueprint and a framework. And this is how we're going to fix your problem. Yeah. But um, no, I didn't because okay. consultancy. So you, were, and, so you were kind of confident with the space of consultancy, of consultancy before uh, leaving the agency? You, you were confident that this is the kind of space you wanted to be in? I just, I just, so this is, and to go to your question, I, when I was at a breaking point, because I was at a breaking point, mm -hmm. because it is just like that relationship, I really believed in it. <clears throat> I wanted it to work so much because my whole life, I just knew agency life and my mm. whole life, I kind of knew, you know, there's a salary that's coming in at the end. It's safe. Mm. Um, Got to pay bills. It's, um, a, it's a completely different mindset. Right? It's a com they need to understand risk, about exactly. where your risk tolerance actually sits. Exactly. A lot of people think that, ah, oh, look, if I just do my own thing, then I can build a big business. It's and, and really we, we know, scary. We know I, the stats that 99% of businesses don't don't last. Exactly. Like past year one, let alone yeah. year three. I mean, mm. so. So, no, I had no, I had no thought that I, uh, even though I already had the name House of Social, yeah. this is so funny, I had the name House of Social even a year before. Okay. There are some very close friends of mine that even at that time, I told them about House of Social. I would sure. tell them about House of Social okay. at lunch. And I'm like, what do you think about House of Social? And it could be about teaching and it can be about consultancy and it can be the first sort of social media school in the UAE. And mm. I was already like talking about this, yes. but the idea of building a business was really scary. For me, it was very scary mm. from the not scary as in making it, but the financial side, because in my head, I I've always thought, oh, you need to have a lot of money. Mm. You probably need to have some rich parents or a rich mm -hmm. husband or someone that comes to you and gives you money, yeah. an investor. Um, so I didn't have any of that. Mm. I still don't have any of that, mm. <laughs> by the way, you know. So for me, that was something that was like up there in the clouds. That so, was so not. How, so how did you get from you crying, going to work? You're because much one life. day, yep. then you get to the point like you understand all the yep. risks, but your perception at the time was that it's so elevated. Yep. You're like, I'm miles away from this. Yeah. How did you bridge that gap? Where was your headspace? So it was, it was really, really bad every day at mm, work, okay. but like very bad, like mm. fights. It was awful. Um, I did tell my team to start leaving because I knew things weren't going to get better. So my yeah. first thing was I need to protect my team. So okay. that was my first priority. I have to stay and they have to leave first. So mm. a lot of them did leave okay. and I was one of the last ones to stay. Um, it was one fight. There was yeah. one very bad fight. And Who I, were you fighting with? Um, just your boss. Just my boss. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which I do want to say on record here now that we've made up. So that's okay. really nice. Yeah, you know, cool. it's a really nice, lovely story. There's so many cool. interesting Yeah, we've, we, it's, it's come full circle, which okay. is very interesting. Okay. Yes. I came outside, Imar Square Park. Yeah. I came outside. And I was just in tears and I remember just sitting down and I just, I remember I looked up and I just remember thinking, my mom taught me better right. than this. I'm and done. I know that I, 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 you have to know your full capacity of your potential. Yeah, yeah. Even when you're at breaking point, yeah. you have to know what your worth is. Because mm. if you don't, you will stay in that breaking situation mm. for the longest of time. And in that moment, I was like, I am so much better than this. Mm -hmm. I can do so much better. I know my potential. My mom did not raise me this way. Mm. This is not good. Whatever it is on the other side is going to be better than this. And that's mm. what clicked. Okay. Not everything on the other side will be better than this. So you this felt like you were is hitting not good. Bottom. So that was it. And I didn't mm. have much money left. 
because of course I didn't save. <laughs> yeah. Dubai. I just of course, <laughs> called up mom that night. I was on Skype with my mom that night and I was just in tears because I knew what I had to do. And, um, and she just said, you have to do it. She was like, this is not a conversation. Yeah. You handing yeah. in your resignation and you're here's, going. Here's a question, a slight, slight change of direction. Um, not everybody's in a position where it's as bad as that. But yet they still have to think about like it's pretty comfortable at the moment. Yeah, I've got a salary coming in. I'm doing quite well. It works okay. I'm not. I'm not fully engaged. Yeah. But they're still looking to make that sort of switch. So, uh, it's it's a little bit of a different perspective. But you go through the same process of very very mixed feelings. Yeah. I I almost say it's easier to make the decision when you're in the space that you were in because it's just like an absolute rock mm. bottom. Like it can't get worse than yeah. this. Yeah. But if someone's in a in a more comfortable position. What are your thoughts around them still wanting to take the risk when they're actually pretty comfortable at work yeah, yeah. and they've got a career? Yeah. So what, what, what are your thoughts around that? Oh, I, I, I speak to a lot of people that have that. I mm. think then it, because it, it needs to be a passion project and you have to do it on the weekends and you have to do it on the evenings. Yeah. Uh, if, and even if, it's, even if it's from a practicality standpoint, because mm -hmm. I, I get asked that a lot, but Alex, what if I don't want to take that jump? That, like I took a huge jump. That was a yeah. huge jump. That's that was both, a huge both risk. Feet, no because back. I'll tell you something, <laughs> yeah. when I quit, when I handed over that resignation, my mind was not, now I'm going to go and open house to social. No way. Yeah. Now is... Will people still hire me as a consultant? Because yeah. if you go how online, do I, how do I pay my rent next yeah, month? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Will people still hire me from 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 what from my product from my yeah. service? Yeah, that was the first thing. So yeah. I think if you are in a job and you mm. are like, I don't want to take this huge leap now, then work in the evenings, then do it on the weekends, then find that group of people that you want to do it with and, and start mm. tasting and, and it. And you start to reduce that risk because if mm -hmm. if things start to work on the weekends and uh, and that. Um, dear, your perspective is a little bit different because you didn't stay within the space that you were working in. No, I went so, to India and spent a month on the beach. Yeah, there we go. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. like, dear, dear, as, as many of the listening will know, dear, dear yeah. work, you, you were I was in risk management before for 11 years and I was basically in sales, pure sales. Yeah. And it was for a big uh, insurance company. And then I, I also kind of like just woke up and I realized this is not what I wanted to do. But then I gave myself that sort of leeway of uh, trying to, to understand what space I wanted to be in. And I think something really important you mentioned there is understanding your worth and understanding what you can provide value for. Yeah. Um, and not being afraid to change uh, industries. Yes. And I've spoken even uh, last night to a few people who are in the automotive business. At the moment, automotive is, go, is crashing, yeah. crashing hard. And, 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 and the whole perception of a career, and we, we have to get yeah. stuck to that career, is something that will cripple people. And oh, I think 100%. if you don't want to, or if you're not able to adjust, and by adjusting, I mean completely redefine yourself. Mm -hmm. mm. Then you could very well be in a very bad place. 100%. <laughs> like, I keep saying this. The two years I was lost were the best years of my life. Yeah. Because it, if I hadn't been lost... Passion, right? of course, I mean, look, Dia's the same thing. Goes exactly. From, goes from corporate sales to creating his passion. You have passion. to pivot. Yeah. You have to flip. You have to question yourself. But, but I also think there's a caveat to that as well. You have to be super self-aware. Oh, 100%. Because you have to be very self-aware, but you have to be very, very realistic in terms of what the market is willing to pay mm -hmm. for. So you're very talented in what you do, and we've built a whole business around mm -hmm. Dia's talent. Um, if you just thought... <laughs> If you just thought that that was what you wanted to do, but you didn't have the skill set to back it up, sure, like, sure. you'd be but struggling to pay rent these days. Yeah, you have but, to deliver is, on yeah. what, yeah. And there's, there's something that maybe like a lot of people didn't know. While I was going through the last few, few weeks or months, I was waking up at, at five in the morning, spending between five to let's say seven, researching yeah. and studying. And everything, I, every, every skill set I learned in filmmaking was on YouTube. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that was yeah. literally yeah. spent between 4 a.m. Yeah. And, and 7 a.m. Yeah. So, but that's every single day. So it's put the, yeah. It comes down to putting in the work. Right? Yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. you just wake up one day and you're so, like, right, I'm changing career. Yeah. I'd like the, I like the idea of being A, B, or C. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to go and yeah. position myself as. If you don't, if you can't back it yeah. up, exactly. then it's, it's all going to yeah. come, yeah. come tumbling yeah. down. That's, and that's why what you're doing on, on, you know, on your platforms and every single day you're and educating people. I wish people. I had done it 13 years ago. Yeah. Because yeah. my yeah. past 13 years, similar to you, I wasn't building brand. I was yeah. building other people's brands. Yes. I was learning. I was, like you said, in the dirt. I was learning it. I wasn't doing my brand or anything. No, I, mean, you, I do wish I was because... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, you're, you're hustling harder than most people we know. Yeah. Um, in the social space, uh, any, of you, any of you that aren't following Alex, um, it's House of Social. She hustles super hard. Her Instagram stories are absolute fire. So if you are learning anything about the space, um, there are two places you can find great content. One is on Alex's channels. And the other is Jen, just off camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I create media. Create media. Daily digital updates. I take zero responsibility yeah, yeah. for it. Um, Jen puts all the work in. Uh, daily digital updates, of create course. Create media, X House digital. of Social. Yeah, so we, we need to do something here. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's, there's something, something here. There is. Go branding. In the background, there is. In the background, there's always been. Hence, we're here today. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So, um, guys, That's I think you great. can take a lot away from what Alex was saying there about uh, about making that move. And also with Dia from the, um, the process that you know, both of these guys went through. Um, I think there's a lot to think about there. There's a lot to take away. Jen has some questions. We've had um, quite a few questions come in the last two days. So we're going to run through a few of those questions and hopefully add some value to you. If you do have any more questions, um, put them in the comments uh, today. Uh, put, if you are in the podcast, you can uh, we'll answer them next there week. as well. We'll, <laughs> we'll answer them yeah, next yeah. week. So You'll just have to keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, are we ready? We've got any new ones that have just come in. Um, Let's start with you. Fresh start with ones. Uh -huh. yeah. Let's start with the freshest. So yesterday we put out on our social channels, as you know, like this is what we're going to be talking about. What do you guys want to hear about? And some are some are like very social media related, which I think is great. Um, the first one: How do you reach the right audience for the right product? It has to start by knowing what the product is. So what is the product? What 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 is that product? What what do you want the product outcome to be? The impact that you want the product to have, and then you have to work backwards from there. Then who will be my target demographics, age, interests, cities, regions? We, that's kind of like the little blueprint for that. Without much detail, it's hard. Yeah. And, <laughs> and without understanding the product, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think this one's for all of you guys. What do you think the expected future consumption of AR and its effect on hmm. graphic? I, I think AR is growing across all um, all spaces. I think that we haven't even scratched the surface yet. And people have a very top line understanding through the likes of Pokemon Go and Snapchat yeah. and, and, and the like. But when that comes into all different spaces, um, as, it's, as it's starting to, um, it's going to game change everything from learning. It's going to game change everything from content creation when... You know, data starts being applied with AI and then that actually starts producing more content automatically. And e-commerce as well is a big space um, for yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah, there's, sure. you know, there's a lot going on in that space. You, yeah. you were talking just off camera before yeah. about, uh, about Snapchat yeah. and, and their movement into yeah, that. Yeah, they have an open platform so anybody can go. I definitely would like to see more on Instagram. Mm. I would love to see Instagram having more AR. It's got to be coming um, just though, right? Just as because, Snapchat I mean, has. Zuckerberg's been buying up quite yeah. a few AR companies. Mm. Yes. So there's, a lot, there's a lot of tech there that I feel that Facebook owns. But has, they haven't yeah. necessarily yeah. brought it into the I'm market. I'm excited yet. to see even, what. Even Oculus isn't like, hasn't yeah. really mm -hmm. like done that much. Yeah. But when they bought that, everyone was like, "Wow, it's going to get plugged into the platform. Yeah. It's yeah. going to explode." And it's free. Like you can go to the Snapchat AR platform, yeah. build your own augmented reality lenses, nice. upload it, and it's free. And yeah, people are crazy. still not like 
really digging deep. I think just people don't, A, they don't understand the space. Yeah. And then because they don't understand it, they think, okay, well, how does it relate to my brand? How does it relate yeah. to my client's yeah. brand? Yeah. I'm not really too sure about it. And I don't it. think they're seeing the ROI too. No, it's, so it's, like, it's still quite gimmicky, right? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool and gimmicky, but when when it, there's going to be that, that seismic shift when one or two brands do it really well and everyone yeah. goes, Oh wow! This is a real opportunity that I can double down on. I better mm. learn more about this space. I've always, I've always had a, a, an image of Dubai being covered in artwork, and oh, if, yeah. if any brand wants to do this, yeah. if you guys are listening, yeah. <laughs> I think just a project where you yeah. kind of cover the entire city yeah. with augmented reality artwork it would be and amazing. Even, Snapchat like, did something like that, didn't yeah. they, around Europe? Yeah, but, but it's yeah. just it was yeah. a cool idea. But then why, why yeah. hasn't it been done here? Yeah, yeah. and it ties yeah. in so well with Dubai being a yeah. smart exactly. city as well. So with the with the museum of the future opening up, I mean, it it could be yeah, it could be cool. Yeah, yeah. putting it out there. Museum of the future. Maybe <laughs> yeah. the whole maybe the whole building museum of the future yes. is actually augmented reality <laughs> yes. artwork. And then for but, Expo, this yes, would be amazing for Expo. Hopefully they're listening. Yes. This is a really good 100%. one. Hundred percent. Really good one. Yeah. Restaurants. It needs to be Instagrammable. Menus needs to be Instagrammable. Mm. Like yeah. everything. And is... even more than that, I think companies are building their their. Let's say even restaurants are building their restaurants to be Instagrammable. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's even a now interior design and, and built is yeah. becoming like Instagram in mind. That's the first thing. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. Backdrops, walls, graffiti. Yeah. Textures. I mean, for, for those listening in Dubai, I mean, as we said off camera about uh, Morass and what they and what they're doing, the theming they've put into the Last Exit, the theming they've put into Le Mer, they've spent mm. a huge amount of money on that theming, which is over and above what they needed to do to just to create an outdoor shopping mall yeah. or, or restaurant uh, area. They've spent all of that because they know people will be taking photos of it. They've created spaces with like the you know the California typical wings. Burj Khalifa. Burj I think Burj Khalifa oh, yeah, yeah. is a totally yeah. Instagrammable think, thing, right? Like you I'm think like, they phone Instagram yeah. like, what's going to yeah. be what are we going to build? Um, like, but, they, but there's so much content that's created by just creating a nice little corner yeah. with yeah. some nice murals on it. People want to take photos, and and you know as we've said like Morass are really doubling down in that space locally. So. We see the amount of content that is created mm-hmm. by them. It does half of it. It's organic marketing, right? Yeah. It yeah. does the job. Exactly. Yeah, the, amount the, job, of visibi- so. yeah. the amount of visibility that comes from people just taking photos yeah. and tagging yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, maybe there's a conversation to be had. The ROI could be paying yeah. for itself. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So, interesting. Jen, what's up? Um, what are some of the risks in using social media platforms to establish brand values and talk about prevalent issues? Risks. Well, it, hmm. like we were saying this earlier, hmm. it really depends what that brand is. If it's a government account, for example, I'm sure they're going to have policies on certain topics and things to stay away from. Hmm. So you have to always be very careful with, not very careful, very attentive. This is my brand. What are the risks? What are the policies of things hmm. that I can't talk about? Topics that I shouldn't go near? So that's hmm. always something that needs to be in the mindset of yeah. head of social media, social media community management of hmm. whatever account they're handling. Exactly yeah, that. When you open yourself up, there. when you open up a brand to social, social media, you're opening up to a very large community of people. So that, that comes with inherent risks, obviously, because you do need to protect your brand and what it stands for and, and what you might put out. There are thousands of examples of, of uh, brands mm-hmm. and, and organizations putting out content that is wrong because of whatever reason, it hasn't gone through the correct approval process. A piece of content's gone out. It doesn't align with who they are as a brand. That gets picked up by social media, gets shared, that blows up, and then that causes a real problem for them. So if you're going to go into the space where there are huge amounts of benefits of being able to talk your message about positioning your brand um, through social media channels, you also have to understand that there's inherent risks mm-hmm. by doing it wrong. So you know, as you said, if you've got the right policies in place, you understand how to manage a crisis, for example, um, because when that happens, 
that gets obviously mm. exp it grows exponentially because of social media channels. So if you understand how to manage things, you have processes in place, you have uh, a full understanding about your tone of voice, your topics, as you said, yeah. then you, know, you can protect yourself. Uh, and lessen those it, risks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, they I never feel, go away, right? Yeah, like, I feel sometimes companies even put themselves to be at those risks because yeah. they only have like one person managing it and then something happens and there's a yeah. huge crisis. Well, you only have one community if manager. Don't, if, you don't invest in that, if you don't invest in that space, to, yeah. especially as a, as a big brand, then you're, you're risking your brand reputation, you're risking a whole number of things. It can, be an, it can take 30 seconds for yeah. something to happen exactly and then that. a whole thing explodes. Exactly yeah. Uh, one, of the most <laughs> <laughs> one of the most effective ways for marketing on the social media, for marketing on social media, sorry, if you're a health account. If you're a health account, hmm. what, what are the... Most, effect, most effective ways. ways to market if you are a health-based account on social on media TV. channels. I don't think it, I mean, to be honest, the short answer is it doesn't necessarily matter which type, type of, of account you are. It's as long as you're adding value to your customers, you understand who you're talking to, who your target market is, what they want to hear, what they mm -hmm. want to see, and what content you can create based on your knowledge that actually ties all of those things together so you add value to the people that want to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably figure really out where the consumers are mm. if it's in the health space. Um, there's a lot of consumer behavior in the health space here that people are in forums mm -hmm. because people still love that behavior of that conversation, yep. especially in Saudi, for example. Mm -hmm. So probably figure out really what is that platform where that consumer is and double down there. Yeah, um, it might not just be the traditional ones mm -hmm. that we think about yeah. in terms of the Instas and so the Facebooks. Think, so think 360, yeah. yeah. Sure. Last one, how do you get over the fear of putting yourself and your content out there? Ah. Mm. Well, there's no other option. For me, it's that. Mm. You yeah, either, but it's not, it's not that simple. But, yeah. but, 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 it ha but I feel lately it has to be more this black and white. You either want to do it mm. and you have to do it mm. or you just then don't do it. I, I feel, but like I sitting agree. in this middle of like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Every moment that you are you're questioning, losing. every moment that you're doubting, every moment that you're taking 10 minutes to look at that picture, but it's not really perfect. You've already, you're losing, you're losing, you're losing, you're losing. You're not even losing, but you're setting yourself back, 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 back back and somebody else mm. is ahead so you either just have to really ask yourself i need to bite the bullet bullet and just do it mm. and post that picture post that video and be very confident but for me it's a bigger question is are you doing it for you are you doing it for the right mm -hmm. reasons because i think that's always the bigger question yeah, true. are you doing it because everybody else is doing it because i just met somebody the other day this is so interesting because i really feel this is like a trend i met somebody the other day he's a personal trainer he he's also an ambassador for for a very known sort of like sports brand okay. and he was like everybody's telling me that i should build my personal brand everybody 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 i'm getting this all the time all the time and i'm sitting there and i'm like do i post this do i not post it and i just asked so him yeah do you want to do it? Do you want yeah. to grow your brand? I mean, we exactly. know it has huge potential, but do you want it? Do you have that interest yeah. or are you cool with your nine to five job? Like, so I think that's the bigger picture. Like, mm. do you want to do it for you and for the benefits that you know it can have mm. for you? Mm. Or are you just doing it to ride a trend and peer pressure? Mm. Mm. Yeah, Look, I, I, you know, I, like, I, I fully I think, agree with that. I fully agree with that. And I think yeah. one of the issues that the people need to understand is like, what is holding them back? Is it just their ego? Is it fear of judgment of others? Which obviously, you know, this is a quite widely a spoken one. about yeah, subject. Yeah, it's a big one. But, yeah. but the the other thing to try and you know, get around that, I'd say, is the is understand that people don't really care. 
Yeah. In terms of yeah. like, no one's there just waiting for you to post so they can judge your post. Like everyone's got their own stuff going on, right? Everyone's super busy with their own lives and they've got and their own issues. One opinion. No, but that's often what it is. Like it, it'll be back. if yeah. people are, if if people are brutally honest with themselves, it's probably one to three people yeah. that are in their head that they're like, you oh, but what if they off. what if they see yeah. it? So a, you do have to turn it off. B, you have, you to, have to understand that those people don't really care that much anyway. Like you're an adult. Put the content out there. Stop worrying about people judging mm. you so much. And once you start to do it and you start to realize that there's a lot of positivity coming back if you're putting out good content, that will fuel your fire to be like, I need to do more of this because there's people really responding. Mm. And let's be, I actually don't care about the people that might be criticizing. Um, so it's, it's just around getting that headspace of just take complete ownership of that space. Don't worry about what other people are saying. And, and don't understanding worry about your why is important you. as well. Yeah, yeah. The why understanding yeah. your why. Because it has to be like when I post something, it has to, it has to be for, from you. It has to be mm. so authentic as to why am I doing sure. this, right? Yeah. Not that I'm doing it so that they're going to like it and that, you know, that I'm going to have like all that sort of self-esteem boost. Mm. Yeah. So it has to come from here because building a personal brand is very, 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 very vulnerable. And it is not easy at all. No, it's, it's not it's an easy it's thing to do. Mm. It's very mm. vulnerable. Mm. You're opening yourself up to there. So you have to be okay with the negative too. Yeah. You can't just then but there's a lot know, less be angry of, at the negative. The thing is there's so much less of that than, you, than people think. People think that like, yeah. oh, like X person's going to go, this is yeah. a really crappy photo. Because like, they're what, insecure what rubbish, what rubbish are you it's talking? It's a bigger question. They're yeah. insecure. With but everyone has it, but yeah. I do believe that everyone has that element inside, especially when they're starting out. And it's just about continually putting yourself in an uncomfortable space, mm. so you do start to just just um, just quieten and quieten that voice. And, and, and yeah. so, but we we've spoken before. I mean, when you started putting out content from when you were vlogging, you just yeah, pick yeah. up a camera and you yeah, just like yeah. putting it out. Yeah. And, and now you get to where we're doing now, and like you're creating ads, like yeah. TVCs yeah. for Audi, and it started off with you and a camera and a vlog. Yeah. And look yeah. at that, look yeah. at that process. If you if you in your mindset you were like. I'm not going to create content until I'm at the yeah. stage of creating for Audi. Then yeah. it wouldn't you, have happened. You yeah. just got to be okay with 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 the, with the learning curve and understanding that you're not going to be putting out amazing content from day one. Yeah. And understanding and not, and not every piece of content. Yeah. Is it's going to be, be amazing, amazing, of course. Yeah. yeah and it's, yeah, understanding that voice is in your head because you're mm. going to be the biggest judge of yourself. And understanding yeah. that the only reason why you're not posting it is because of you, not because yeah. of not because of what people think. It's because of what you think people think. Yeah. That's why you think you Which should do it. Which is mostly not true and anyway. Now you just got into that. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yeah. It is, yeah, and because the other flip side, I think it's just so much more negative. Yeah. There's a very there's a there's a statement I think I, I can't remember now who who um, who said it, but it's it it's something goes something like, I am not who I think I am. Mm. I am who I think you think I am. Ooh. Yeah, and think about that for a second yeah, yeah. because that's very important because it is everybody thinks like I don't if I think I'm a certain way, and I'm actually just thinking what you think. I am, and yeah. I'm reflecting that back on you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? And that yeah. is a very so, vicious thing. Yeah. So it's it's like, which is like why super you powerful. have to be so authentic. Yeah. How to yeah, sustain yeah. building a personal brand? If you are authentic, you yeah. can sustain it until you're 90. Because you, that's yeah. truly you. Because it's, it's just you. you. It's just you. you right? It's not me portraying an image like, I'm very happy most of the times. I'm very energetic most of the times. But when I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah. human. I'm yeah. just as human as everybody else. And you have to have that authenticity so it becomes yeah, sustainable. Yeah. There's just one other thing that um, a friend of mine, uh, Brian, runs a very successful podcast over in Ireland. And something that he was saying to me the other day, I mean, he's got hundreds of shows now and has interviewed some, um, you know, some big names. And he said to me that it's about putting out content and continually putting out content and not every con piece of content will hit the mark. Some yeah. of it's just not that great yeah. and, and other pieces are great. And some of his uh, viewership, he said out of the hundreds of podcasts, He's like, there's like 15 of them that 
get the most downloads and mm. make his downloads go through the go, roof. Yeah. And he said, it, like, 80% of it, 90% yeah. of it literally comes from 15 podcasts yeah. where he just, where he's just yeah, nailed yeah. it. So when you're thinking about, is this photo perfect or is that video exactly what I want to say? Just keep putting it yeah, out because it's, 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 it's a consistency. And you have so. all these platforms and you should be posting twice a day. So there's two opportunities in yeah. the day. There's your IG stories, there's your LinkedIn. Like, I have that with my content. Yeah. It's really hard to keep that peak at all it times. It is. You go through peaks and troughs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do the same thing with mine. Sometimes I'm, I'll just be on it all the time. Other times it just yeah. gets so busy with work. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm just going to compartmentalize that headspace of what I'm going to put out. And I'm just going yeah, yeah. to, I just, yeah. I, it's not ideal, but I'll just be like, right, I just need you to just focus on work for a little while and then you come back. To the next. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, maybe it was the copy, maybe it was the headline, maybe it was how I designed yeah. it. As long as you're like tuning in into those little learnings that you can exactly take. That. There's always the next cool. piece of content. Guys, look, thank you thank very you much today. for tuning in. Um, Alex, where can people thank find you? you? They can find me everywhere. They can find me on Instagram. Literally. LinkedIn, <laughs> Literally on every social channel. Yes. We, we chat if you're Podcast. in China. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Have you cracked China yet? Yeah. I still haven't done that, but I really want to. We have a large following in China. Wow, um, yeah. Uh, famous in China, apparently. Billboards. And you, should, you, should start a, you should start a series. Guess my hair color for next month. Yeah, there we go. Oh, you should start it. Yeah. Guess my hair color. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, absolute pleasure. If you've got any comments or questions, you know what to do depending on what platform you're watching. Um, we'll collate those and we'll hopefully come back with some stronger answers next week. So, cool. Thanks for you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.